Welcome to the NERJ NYREJ podcast. I'm your host, Rick Kaplan. My guest today is Scott. And I'm going to try, I'm going to attempt to say your last name, Scott. Baryuski? That's, it's actually pronounced Baryuski. My whole life, everybody has pronounced it Baryuski because that's the way it's spelled. So let's go with it. Either way, I respond. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm good at butchering names, so uh, I'm glad that, you know, everyone else is following my suit. And, and yeah, I wish I could blame you on this one, but this one's not your fault. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, my family must have mispronounced it, you know, way back in the day. Okay. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Scott. Yeah, so uh, I'm the owner of South Shore Construction. Um, the, the, the company's been around. Uh, since 1981. So it was originally started by a family member of mine, uh, an uncle, he and his partner. And um, yeah, I started working for the company back in 2005 when I graduated from college and went to Montclair State University, went for business and uh, was approached by my uncle, actually. His his partner that he started the company with had uh, retired the year prior and he was looking for somebody to come and help uh, learn how to uh, I guess, run the company and allow him a little bit more free time to step back and, you know, uh, enjoy the fruits of his labor. Right. So I came in and uh, I've been, uh, you know, learning the, the the business and running it ever since I've been doing it 18 years now. So, uh, you know, and, and here I am, uh, you know, reasonably successful business here in New Jersey. Now you've been around about 23, 24 years. No, no longer actually. Uh, that puts us at uh, what? Um, uh, 91, 2001, over, over 30 years. Over 30 years. Okay. Yeah. Over so, 30 years we've been around. So you should know what you're doing by now, right? Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that we have a uh, uh, great reputation in the business of, uh, you know, uh, building facade and parking garage restoration, uh, customers who work for us, engineers that work with us uh, have great things to say. So feel proud about that. And, uh, you know, looking to continue for many more years because, I'm a young guy and, you know, still trying to grow and be, now, be more successful. Now, let's talk about parking cut. You know, excuse my uh, accent <laughs> because everyone comments on that because I'm from Boston, born and raised. So let's talk about parking garages. OK, yeah. <laughs> uh, because that's a big thing right now, especially since it, I what was it, Ohio, that they had one that collapsed. And then they had other buildings that are collapsing because they're. They haven't take, taken the time to do the maintenance to make sure that they are structurally sound. So let's talk about that. You know, are you getting a lot of calls for people trying to make sure that their their facilities are structurally sound now? Well, yes and no, right? So the thing is, we're always getting a lot of calls just because we've, uh, you know, built a, a reputation uh, in this area. Uh, we're also connected with a lot of different networking groups uh, related to all types of uh, building managers and building owners and things of that nature, right? So uh, uh, we've also built relationships with uh, engineering firms that 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 uh, put together the inspections and the, the 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 plans in order to go out and, and bid on large size projects, right? So we're always busy because of that. But it, the reality is, there's actually probably less phone calls that we're that we're getting than we should be. Right. Uh, considering some of the stuff that is out there in the news, I, I feel like people always look and they believe that that, wow, that's something that can happen to somebody else's garage, but not my garage. And there's not enough 
inspection uh, that takes place at their own facility to repair and maintain their, their, their garage uh, because there's really no laws in place that require them to do so. Now, I I understand that. I think that those laws are probably going to be changing because of some of the collapses that have been going on. But you also do some of the other retrofits or uh, maintenance for other parts of the construction of the properties, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So, so we also uh, focus on building facades. So uh, the exterior buildings, mostly like concrete and masonry buildings that are aging, they're getting older. Um, you know, some of the materials are deteriorating, uh, which is something that happens in general just from, from uh, you know, weather exposure to the, the Northeast here, right? So we have, uh, you know, hot, cold, we have rain, we have snow, we have ice, uh, we have wind, we have everything. And, and you know, uh, materials, unfortunately, can't last for forever. Right. Depending on the type of materials you're talking about, you could be looking at somewhere between 10 years and, and 30 years of life you're going to get out of stuff. So uh, we get involved in a lot of different buildings where we're refurbishing uh, structural portions of the exterior of buildings. We're um, uh, making them look nicer. We're applying different sort of protective membranes to extend the life of, of the real estate uh, buildings that uh, many of these owners uh, own and managers manage. Now, some of the in the Northeast here, we had a lot of our. Uh, major buildings were built with brick. Mm -hmm. uh, it, and now brick tends to last quite a long time, quite a bit of a long time. Uh, is that something that uh, if they don't take that time to maintain it, you're going to have that uh, destruction of it uh, collapsing as well? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, everybody sees cracks in brick, cracks in the mortar joints. Um, you know, the mortar joints over time, uh, uh, deteriorate and they start to almost revert back to like a, uh, a a sandy nature as they they start to get old right and a lot of it has to do with uh moisture right water getting inside of these things and just over time um you know creating uh uh problems uh there's also a lot of different sort of steel that that is in these uh, brick structures uh we call them uh, shelf angles or lintels in our industry. And these are the things that span the, the window and door openings. So that way, you know, you can actually have, I mean, obviously the, the brick can't float there above a window, right? So there has to be something there to support it. And many times there's pieces of steel there that that rust and start to lose their strength and, and need to be replaced. Otherwise you're going to have a collapse of the facade. So how many, how many times in a in a period of 20 years should someone someone have someone like yourself or your company come and do some touch-ups or repairs to the, their property should yeah, they so have a real a, maintenance program yeah well so that's kind of a tough question because it really depends on the age of your building and the construction of your building right so i mean if your building's brand new i'd say like unless you have faulty construction from the onset of the building you know, you you probably don't need to look at it for 10 to 15 years before you really start having some things that need to be replaced um, and, and repaired. Now, if you have a building that's, uh, you know, 20 years or more, the odds are if you haven't already done some of it that you need to be uh, reviewing your brick. You need to, um, you know, uh, you know, for, for like cracked brick, failed brick, spalled brick, meaning like the faces are popping off of them. Um, you need to be reviewing different caulk joints at windows and, and other places throughout there, any deteriorated uh, concrete, 
Um, you know, obviously there, there could be like roofing membranes and things of that nature. So, so, you know, all those things start to, to, uh, really start show signs of, uh, aging around a 20 year plus mark. And if you, the, 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 I guess my, my, the, the straight answer to you is if you can't remember the last time you've had something like this, it probably should be done. Now, do you offer any type of a, a maintenance program to property owners? Because you say they, they should look and see what might be deteriorating and then give you a call. And a lot of times that's what they do. They wait until that part of the building collapses and then they give you a call. But right. uh, do you have a maintenance program that they could go on that would you would be the guy that would go out and make sure that everything is looking sound? Well, you know, I don't wouldn't say I have a maintenance program per se because it's it's hard to it's hard to come up with a, a, an exact program for each individual building uh, due to the, the you know, because the, the heights are different. The, 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 all the dimensions are different. The types of building materials are different. So it, it's kind of hard to do like some sort of a one size fits all. We uh, definitely come out for anybody who calls and, and, and look at things and help them price things. I mean, the reality of this business is that, um, you know, it takes an expert maybe to know how to fix the problem, but it most of the time it doesn't take an expert to identify the problem because these things are very apparent and in your face, right? So you're, you're, you're seeing something where uh, you see, uh, like I was saying before, there's cracks or there's spalls or there's material like the caulk that should be in joints that's missing, or you could clearly see, see that it's no longer adhered, um, you know, waterproof coatings or paints that are peeling off of the wall. Those kind of things are, are very apparent. Um, biggest issue that we face is that, um, you know, the work that we're doing isn't, isn't fun and sexy, right? So meaning like, you know, when, when owners redo their, their lobby or, uh, you know, put an amenity space in their building, like a gym for the people or, 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 or do something like that. It's, it's, um, you know, something that they could see that there's going to be some sort of an ROI off of that, you know, their actual building, even though, you know, it's like the most important thing, because that's your real estate, that is your business is the building, right? And people know that. But the whole thing is like, when you fix the, the you know, when you when you fix the brick and fix the mortar, nobody's giving you more rents for that. So that's the biggest challenge we face. Well, if the building collapses, they don't get any more rent. <laughs> That's one, you know, one incentive they should have. So yeah. uh, when you said the, uh, like the facade, uh, mm -hmm. I know now that, uh, you know, we're in the 21st century, they they use like a a material that's like a half a brick or, or mm -hmm. they don't use really uh, the brick material. It looks like it, but it's not. Is that something that you do? Yeah, I mean, that mostly gets done on like uh, new construction buildings these days. A lot of what we focus on is repairing existing buildings. So that's called a thin brick, right? So so uh, there, there's basically some sort of a uh, uh, a mat that gets fastened to the wall. And then these bricks get, uh, that, which are like you're saying, they're only about half the thickness. They get, uh, you know, glued to that thing. Um, and then you have mortar in between them, and then it looks like it's real brick, even though it's a, a thin brick, right? But uh, because that's a lot newer in nature and a lot less prominent, the, you don't find that kind of stuff coming up in, in my world because we're fixing buildings that are usually much older than that before people started building with those sort of things. And so we're actually fixing buildings that are like full-size real bricks. But you know, maybe as time goes on and, and, and there's more of that, that's something that's going to pop up. 
Now, what size building? You say you do different size. You work on different size uh, buildings. Mm-hmm. You, what's what's the highest you will go to do repairs on a building? Well, uh, the highest we'll go to do repairs. I mean, we've done buildings in the thirty plus stories in Jersey City. Um, you know, in New Jersey, I think some of the tallest buildings I know of are around 50 to 55 stories in that range. But most of the buildings are much less than that in New Jersey. Uh, we don't go into Manhattan ourselves. Um, you know, that's its own marketplace. Um, uh, you know, and, and, you know, it's kind of its own animal operating there in, in Manhattan. So we let uh, the people that operate there day in and day out, you know, have that. And we work on a lot of different buildings that are normally like, uh, you know, I would say mid-rise, right? So you're talking about somewhere that might be five to 20 stories. This is probably more likely what what I would find here in New Jersey. But uh, we would we would handle larger buildings if it if it came a, a across our, our, our nose. So what area do you cover as far as where you'd go for work? Um, so we do uh, all of New Jersey. Uh, we go to Eastern PA. So you're talking about places like Easton or Bethlehem, um, you know, uh, you know, places that are not too far off of the uh, New Jersey border. And then we'll go into other places in New York that are more of some of the suburbs uh, rather than, you know, the heart of Manhattan. OK, so if someone was interested in finding out more about your company, where would they go to find that? What's your website? Uh, so uh, the website is www.ssc.contractors, plural. Um, if you wanted to reach out to me directly, you could send me an email to scottb at ssc.contractors. And I just want to clarify, there's no .com at the end of that. That's a that's a question I get all the time because people are surprised by the contractors as the uh, as the finish there, right? So they they always want to add the dot com and then they call me up. Hey, I never the email didn't go through. Did you put the dot com? They're like, yeah, nope, leave it out. I never saw that before either. Yeah, that's what that, that's what I keep getting. <laughs> yeah, that's unusual. I guess when I was trying to set up my uh, my website, so many things related to uh, uh, you know my company name were you know were taken. I tried a million different variations, so I had to start playing. You know, including like .dot com, .dot net. You know, all different names. You know, uh, uh, you know. So you know, we ended up landing at .dot contractors was the way we could get it to go through. We wanted it to be uh, simple and easy to remember. Now, before we go, uh, do you do ground up construction? Uh, we don't do ground up. We only do uh, repairs to existing uh, buildings. Okay. And ma- mainly uh, concrete and brick, or you do work with steel and wood as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We do We do work with steel, right? So, um, you know, uh, mainly it's, you know, concrete and brick buildings and the 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 underlying structure is steel, right? So plenty of the, the uh, buildings we get involved with, uh, especially when it comes to the parking garages, we get involved with reinforcing steel, replacing beams, um, and 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 doing things like that of uh, that nature, where there's there's corroded steel that needs to be uh, either replaced or reinforced in order to make sure that there's structural integrity there. That's great. So uh, I want to thank you, Scott. We're talking with Scott Berryowski. Yeah, I, I might have changed the version a little again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get it the way you like to, it to be sounding. 
And uh, he is with South Shore Construction in New Jersey. And again, I want to thank you, Scott. And yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And you're listening to the NERJ, NYREJ podcast. And I'm your host, Rick Kaplan. Until next time.